Hey, hello, uh, welcome this evening to our service. Uh, we appreciate you joining us here in Corpus Christi and the Coastal Bend. We're always uh, a welcoming to you. We want to, uh, you to know how much we love you and care for you. And uh, we're here in, in your community and you're here in our community. We should get to know each other. Thank you so very, very much for tuning in. We also want to welcome our brothers and sisters from around the world, those of you who are in Asia and Africa, Europe, here in North America and Central America, South America, Australia and the islands of the sea, you are welcome here. We appreciate you as well. Thank you for joining us. The Bible says that this is the day the Lord has made. I know this evening where many of you are, it's early morning where some of you are, but this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Let us show forth the praises of Jesus who has called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. So grateful, we're grateful to him for what he has done for you and of what he has done for us. Thank you again for tuning in. We want you to make comments today about anything you see in the service. Uh, we have a lot of turmoil in the world. It's on every front. And it's because I believe that great day is approaching. So we're excited about the great day. But with that great day comes all kinds of difficulties. Comes all kinds of difficulties. But we are, we are dressed for success. That means that because the Bible says that we have put on Christ, so we are dressed for success. Amen? All right. So grateful. So uh, let, let's go to the Lord. We just want to bless the Lord. And then uh, um, our sister Jennifer is leading us today, and we appreciate you leading us. I'm looking around. Oh, uh, good. I see we got all everybody here with us. So we want to just uh, go to the Lord in prayer and just ask him, invite him. He's always present with, with us, but it's wonderful to just know you're welcome, you know. So let's just go to the Lord in prayer, right? Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you and praise you. Oh, we praise you for who you are and what you've done. You're great in every way. We love you absolutely. So I ask you, Jesus Christ, that you would bless this service and just cause us to enter into your presence and we pray that you would enter into our affairs whatever they are just enter in and just show us your blessed uh, your blessedness in every regard in every respect it is in your name we pray and we bless you again and again thank you so much for being with with uh, sister jennifer and also the team Thank you for being with every member who has come here tonight. Through Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. Sister Jen.
Thank you. 
worship you, worship you. The one who was and is and is to come, Jesus. Forever worthy are you, worship you, Jesus. You make us whole and pour yourself in. Thank you so much, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We want you, Jesus. You're all that we need.
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We appreciate you. It is true. And from you are all things. And to you are all things. You deserve the glory. We hear that day and night, night and day. Therefore, let our prayers arise to you. Let them become a memorial in your presence, just as Cornelius' prayers were a memorial before you. I pray that you will see our prayers every day and every night. We give you glory and honor and thanksgiving. We praise you, Lord God, and our sister Sylvia. She praises you that the MRI showed that she would not need surgery. We give you glory and honor. We give you glory and honor. We want to thank you for Brian, who is off life support. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Have mercy upon him. So the Bible says to us, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. And his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. And you further said that upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and justice forever. From that time forward, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. You said to us, if we would diligently heed the voice of the Lord our God and do what is right in your sight, that you would, and we would give ear to your commandments and keep your statutes, that you would put none of the diseases upon us which you brought upon the Egyptians, for you are the Lord who heals us. We give you the glory and honor. So we thank you so much for strengthening Sister Marva and strengthening Sister Carolyn. Thank you for strengthening them both. Thank you for strengthening Sister Marva. Thank you, God, for healing Sister Ara. Take all the cancer away, all of it, from her body. In the name of Jesus, we give you all glory and honor, all glory and honor. And Lord God, we thank you for this patient who is undergoing surgery right now. We pray for the life of this patient who is in dire straits. Have mercy. Thank you that the surgery will go well and the patient will do well. In the name of the Lord, we thank you for our sister Elena. Lord, that you would heal her totally and completely. In the name of the Lord, we thank you for our dear sister Joanna, that you would heal her from knee surgery. We thank you would do the same for our dear sister Rita, as she recuperates, that you would heal her totally from this knee surgery. We thank you, Jesus, for Mary Ellen, 
who is now cancer-free. We thank you for it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For the Word of God says, we know that all things, not some things or most things, but all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called, the called, according to His purpose. We thank you. You said to us, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. For you are the Lord who heals us. That's what your word says. You, are, you will fulfill the number of our days. You said you took your, our infirmities upon yourself. We bless you, Jesus, in this hour, at this time, in your name. Amen. 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 Let's give the Lord a big hand. Amen. Big hand. Amen. Amen. And we are so grateful that our, our brother Eric is back with us. Amen. Looking strong. Amen. In, the, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, Pastor Jackson Lindsay is going to come up and share a bit with us. Amen. 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 Let's give the Lord another hand, everybody. It's always a wonderful time being together and being here with each and every single one of you. Uh, turn to somebody sitting close to you and say, hello. There you go. All right. Well, it is good to see each and every single one of you, as I said before, and I'd like to welcome any of our first-time guests. If you are with us for the very first time, if you wouldn't mind just waving at me, anybody here for the first time tonight, just wave at me. We want to acknowledge you, give you a gift, just say thank you that you're here. All right. Okay. We'd also like to welcome those of you who are worshiping with us online. Thank you so much for joining us this evening, uh, wherever you are, whether you're here in Corpus or on the East Coast, West Coast, one of the other continents of the world. We're so thankful for you joining us this evening. Thank you so much for being here with us. Let's take a second to greet each other, if you would. So please go ahead and stand up, move around the room, hug somebody, and tell them they look good in the house of the Lord.
can, please make your way back to your seats. Really appreciate you saying hi to everybody. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's very good. A lot of love in this house. That's how you, uh, you know that you are a disciple of Christ, is if you have love for one another. So it's a good thing. Amen. Well, we have some announcements for you. We've got some dates coming up that we want you to be aware of and some things happening that we want you to be aware of. So make sure that you get registered for and that you attend. So if you would, please turn your attention to the screens. Hello, Fellowship family. It's wonderful to worship our amazing Lord with you today. I'm Jennifer, and here are some announcements. Pastor Appreciation is this upcoming Sunday. We are so excited for another opportunity to express our love and gratitude to our pastors, Pastor Don and Sister Marva. They graciously and generously have poured their lives out in worship to the Lord and in service to each of us. Please join us this Sunday, October the 22nd, during our 8.30 a.m. or our 10.30 a.m. services as we honor and thank the Lord for our pastors. Should you desire to show your appreciation with a financial gift, please use a blank envelope or a personal envelope and write your checks payable directly to Pastor Don Lavelle and or Sister Marva Lavelle. Now, men, on this Saturday, October the 21st, the men's meeting will be happening right here in the sanctuary. Breakfast will be ready for you at 8.30 a.m., and the meeting will start at 9 a.m. Also, this upcoming Saturday, from 11.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m., the food pantry team will be serving and ministering to our fellowship families and families living in the nearby zip code areas. Next week, our midweek service will be on Tuesday, October the 24th, instead of Wednesday. Please make sure to make a note of this change, and we look forward to worshiping together on next Tuesday, the 24th at 7 p.m. Now, please listen to a special announcement. 37 years and 50 years. Hello, Fellowship family. This is Ephraim Lynn, and this is my wife, Carlin Lynn. And we are here to invite you to come and celebrate with us two special milestones at the Corpus Christi Christian Fellowship on October 27th at 6.30 p.m. Firstly, we're celebrating 37 years as a fellowship family. Whether you've been here for 37 years or this is your very first day, you're part of the fulfillment of prophecy. You're part of something monumental. You're part of something special that the Lord is doing. Ephraim, we are part of something special. Wow. Yes. We are also celebrating Pastor Don's 50th year of gospel ministry. He's been preaching Jesus for 50 years, you all, and we're doing this in banquet style. The sanctuary will be decorated with excellence and elegance. There will be delicious food and photo opportunities. Oh, yes. <laughs> photo opportunities. So make sure you get your ticket today. Today is the last day to purchase your ticket in the foyer or let us know that you will be attending. Register for the banquet today. Again, it's your last day. Looking forward to seeing you. God bless you. 
you so much, Brother Ephraim and Sister Carlene. Tickets are available for purchase in the main foyer after tonight's service and online. There's still time, there's still room, but tonight's service is the last service that tickets will be conveniently available. Reserve your spot, get your ticket tonight. We'll now return to our wonderful worship service. May the Lord bless you and keep you. All right, yeah. And let's uh, let's give a hand to Brother Ephraim and our sister Colleen. Yeah, awesome. Please make sure that you get your ticket tonight if you haven't gotten it. Um, I know sometimes we can forget, you know, as things come about the day and we kind of forget to do it, especially even at the service, you might get so locked in with what we're doing. But if you go out this door, you're going to see a table back there and you're going to see some wonderful smiling faces. Please make sure that you go register and get your ticket. You don't want to miss this. This is going to be a wonderful time and we're celebrating something amazing. 37 years and 50 years. Man, that's awesome. It's fantastic. And so now, if you all will join me in repeating the word Tuesday. Tuesday. Say it again, Tuesday. Tuesday. Say with some unction, Tuesday. Tuesday. Very good. Our service is going to be on Tuesday, not Wednesday. So make sure you remember that. If you uh, use your phone for your calendar, go ahead and put that in there as well. Because if you show up on Wednesday, yeah, we'll put you to work. There we go. You've heard it from my wife. We'll put you to work. We got things to do. Okay. Uh, Well, now it is time for our offering time, our giving time. Amen. Amen. If you need an offering envelope, you can raise your hand and our ushers will be quick to give you one. If you're giving by cash and you want record of your gift, this is how you can do that. If you're giving by check, all of your information is already on your check, so you don't necessarily need an envelope. Um, You can also give online. You can also give by text, and the information is on the screen there. We also have our Get Out of Debt Covenant boxes on either side of the stage. Um, You can give on either side and um, help get your own house out of debt as we help get the Lord's house out of debt. While you're getting that together, uh, I want to read a passage of scripture out of Second Chronicles. I think it's fitting for this time of offering right now. Um, if we ever want to do something for the Lord, the best thing we can do is be obedient and is obey whatever it is that he's asked us to do. So reading out of Second Chronicles, starting in chapter 30 uh, towards the end of verse 18, it said, but Hezekiah prayed for them saying, May the Lord who is good pardon everyone who sets his heart on seeking God, the Lord, the God of his fathers, even if he is not clean according to the rules of the sanctuary. And the Lord heard Hezekiah and healed the people. The Israelites who were present in Jerusalem celebrated the feast of unleavened bread for seven days with great rejoicing, while the Levites and priests sang to the Lord every day, accompanied by the Lord's instruments of praise. Hezekiah spoke encouragingly to all the Levites who showed good understanding of the service of the Lord. For the seven days they ate their assigned portion and offered fellowship offerings and praised the Lord, the God of their fathers. The whole assembly then agreed to celebrate the festival seven more days. So another seven days they celebrated joyfully. Hezekiah, king of Judah, provided a thousand bulls and seven thousand sheep and goats for the assembly. And the officials provided them a thousand bulls and ten thousand sheep and goats. A great number of priests consecrated themselves. The entire assembly of Judah rejoiced, along with the priests and the Levites and all who had assembled from Israel, including the aliens who had come from Israel and those who lived in Judah. There was great joy in Jerusalem, for since the days of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel, there had been nothing like this in Jerusalem. 
The priests and the Levites stood to bless the people, and God heard them, for their prayers reached heaven, his holy dwelling place. When all this had ended, the Israelites who were there went out to the towns of Judah, smashed the sacred stones, and cut down the poles. They destroyed the high places and the altars throughout Judah and Benjamin and Ephraim and Manasseh. After they had destroyed all of them, the Israelites returned to their own towns and to their own property. Hezekiah assigned the priests and Levites to divisions, each of them according to their duties as priests or Levites, to burn, to offer burnt offerings and fellowship offerings, to minister, to give thanks, to sing praises at the gates of the Lord in his dwelling place. And here's where the rubber meets the road. The king contributed from his own, his own possessions for the morning and evening burnt offerings and for the burnt offerings on the Sabbath, new moons and appointed feasts as written in the law of the Lord. He ordered the people living in Jerusalem to give the portion due to the priests and Levites so they could devote themselves to the law of the Lord. As soon as the order went out, the Israelites generously gave the first fruits of their grain, the new wine, oil, and honey, and all that the fields produced. They brought a great amount, a tithe of everything. The men of Israel and Judah who lived in the towns of Judah also brought a tithe of their herds and flocks and a tithe of the holy things dedicated to the Lord their God. And they piled them in heaps. They began doing this in the third month and finished in the seventh month. When Hezekiah and his officials came and saw the heaps, they praised the Lord and blessed his people. Hezekiah asked the priests and Levites about the heaps. And the chief priests from the family of Zadok answered, since the people began bringing their contributions to the temple of the Lord, we have had enough to eat and plenty to spare because the Lord has blessed his people and this great amount is left over. They listened to the command of the king who was following the Lord. If you ever want to please the Lord, live in obedience. Don't hoard for yourself, but give unto him freely and gladly We've already seen that he himself has given of himself freely and gladly. And Hezekiah was a picture of that. He first gave, just like our Father in heaven first gave, gave his son for us. So as we take up the offering today, do it gladly, give gladly, do it generously, because the Lord has given to you and he's poured out on you. All of this is his anyways. Let's honor him and let's give back to him. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you so much for this evening, for this time. I thank you for what you've done for us. Thank you for first giving, showing us your love, first loving us and showing us what real love looks like. We give tonight out of a sense of gratitude. We give tonight saying it's all yours. We worship you. We dedicate our lives to you. We give you our, our every day, our minutes, our moments. We give you our finances. We give you everything. Because we know, Lord, that in your hands, it's the best place for these things to be. So, Lord, out of not out of selfish hearts, but out of glad hearts, we give to you tonight. And I ask that you would bless this offering. And, Lord, that you would bring in heaps, that there would be more than needed. And there would be that which is left over, that we would have to do what King Hezekiah had to do and build storehouses to bring in everything. So, Lord, I just ask that you would bless the people that are giving pour out on them a hundredfold, not so that they could be more wealthy, but they could give more and do more. We love you, Father. In your name I pray, Jesus. Amen.
Thank you so much, Brother Chris. Sure appreciate you. Thank you. And also want to thank uh, our sister Jennifer. Let, let there be light. Let there be light. Turn on the light. All right, it's better. Thank you. All right. Um, thank, uh, I want, want to thank everybody who has uh, contributed to the service this evening. And I want to thank you so much for being here. Uh, I believe that Jesus is doing great things among us and he is doing great things in the earth. And what we want to do is continue that. I, um, and you are acutely aware that there's a lot of trouble in the earth. And I don't want us to ignore that and just do our own little thing. But let us participate by praying. And I thought we should pray again tonight. Um, of course, when you think about Israel, I know that many in the church feel as though they just said, okay, Israel, right or wrong. I, I don't quite have that view. I have Jesus. I stand with Jesus. And wherever I see Jesus standing, that's where I stand. I want you to do the same. I want you to stand with Jesus, stand on the truth of God. And so don't do it in a subjective way. But as much as is possible, I want us to look at it uh, in the objective truth. That is, if I keep my eyes on Jesus, I'm not going to err if I keep my eyes. And so I thought we should pray. Uh, and of course, uh, we're going to read scripture tonight as we did uh, last Wednesday. And our first reader is going to be our sister Jennifer Avalos. And then the next speaker would be Pastor Tim. And the third speaker would be Sister Rose. And the last speaker would be uh, Pastor Jadira Yulik. And what I would like for us to do is to pray according to the scripture. Because it is evident to me that you and I are living in the last of the last days. It is very evident. And the Lord is doing things right in the midst of us. And I'm, I'm not sure everybody is paying attention. I want us to really pay attention to the things that are said and the things that are done. The things that are said and done. We could have uh, just a few more years before Jesus comes. It's very possible. And are you ready? I know you're going to be saved. Those of you who have given your hearts to Jesus, you're going to be saved. But what does that look like? Will you lose reward because you did not recognize the time of his visitation here? And so what we're going to do is read some scriptures from Isaiah, Isaiah uh, chapters 63 through 66. And what I want you to do is listen attentively. Don't allow yourself to be distracted. And then afterwards, we're going to pray for a short while. But we're going to look at these, the reading of these scriptures as praying the scriptures, as praying the scriptures. And so um, we, we don't have to. Did we pray up here or down there last time? Up here? Down there. Okay. We prayed. Okay. 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 I'll tell you what I'll do. We, we read the scriptures up here. So we're going to read the scriptures from here, and we'll pray down there. Okay, that's good. I'm sorry I confused you. I'm sorry I did that. So, okay, why don't we uh, go ahead and pass the Tim. Where are you? Uh, are you going to handle the lights for us? Okay. And so uh, so I've got a light person back there now. I'm appreciative. Thank you. 
thank you very much. So, all right, super. We're, we're gonna, I want you to pay attention because it is my view that these scriptures are prophetic scriptures and they're showing us the things that are about to happen. There is a generation that is going to see these things happen. And I believe that some of us, or perhaps even many of us, are in the room that will see these things happen. So let us read. All right? Come. Pay close attention. And if you need to, we'll, we'll teach on these scriptures uh, that we read last week and this week if we need to do that. Okay? Thank you. Isaiah 63. Who is this who comes from Edom with dyed garments from Basra? This one who is glorious in his apparel, traveling in the greatness of his strength. I who speak in righteousness, mighty to save. Why is your apparel red and your garments like the one who treads in the winepress? I have trodden the winepress alone and from the peoples, no one was with me for I have trodden them in my anger and trodden them in my fury. Their blood is sprinkled upon my garments and I have stained all my robes. For the day of vengeance is in my heart and the year of my redeemed has come. I looked, but there was no one to help. And I wondered that there was no one to uphold. Therefore, my own arm brought salvation for me and my own fury, it sustained me. I have trodden down the peoples in my anger, made them drunk in my fury and brought down their strength to the earth. I will mention the loving kindness of the Lord and the praises of the Lord according to all that the Lord has bestowed on us and the great goodness towards the house of Israel, which he has bestowed on them according to his mercies, according to the multitude of his loving kindness. For he said, surely they are my people, children who will not lie. So he became their savior. In their affliction, he was afflicted. And the angel of his presence saved them. In his love and in his pity, he redeemed them. And he bore them and carried them all the days of old. But they rebelled and grieved his Holy Spirit. So he turned himself against them as an enemy and fought against them. Then he remembered the days of old. Moses and his people saying, Where is he who brought them up out of the sea with the shepherd of his flock? Where is he who put his Holy Spirit within them, who led them by the right hand of Moses with his glorious arm, dividing water before them to make for himself an everlasting name, who led them through the deep as a horse in the wilderness? that they may not stumble. As a beast goes down into the valley and the spirit of the Lord causes him to rest, so you lead your people to make yourself a glorious name. Look down from heaven and see from your habitation holy and glorious. Where are your zeal and your strength, the yearning of your heart and your mercies towards me? Are they restrained? Doubtless. You are our father. 
Although Abraham was ignorant of us and Israel did not acknowledge us, you, O Lord, are our Father, our Redeemer from everlasting is your name. O Lord, why have you made us stray from your ways and harden our hearts from your fear? Return for your servants' sake the tribes of your inheritance. Your holy people have possessed it but for a little while. Our adversaries have trodden down your sanctuary. We have become like those of old, over whom you've never ruled, those who were never called by your name. And as Jennifer read, you'll find, you'll see where Israel can, has come back into the land, but they are in the land in unbelief. And I always say to you, it is our responsibility to so live and enjoy their spiritual things, so enjoy them that they recognize while they're in the land in unbelief, they will come to faith. This is our, our hope, and we see these things transpiring. This is the worst period in 75 years for Israel. Let's don't allow that to go unnoticed. Pastor Tim. Isaiah 64. Oh, that you would rend the heavens, that you would come down, that the mountains might shake at your presence as fire burns brushwood, as fire causes water to boil, to make your name known to your adversaries, that the nations may tremble at your presence. When you did awesome things for which we did not look, you came down, the mountains shook at your presence. For since the beginning of the world, men have not heard, nor perceived by the ear, nor has the eye seen any God besides you who acts for the one who waits for him. You meet him who rejoices and does righteousness, who remembers you in your ways. You are indeed angry, for we have sinned. In these ways we continue, and we need to be saved. But we are all like an unclean thing, and all our righteousness are like filthy rags. We all fade as a leaf, and our iniquities like the wind have taken us away, and there is no one who calls on your name, who stirs himself up to take hold of you. For you have hidden your face from us and have consumed us because of our iniquities, but now, O oh Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay, and you are the potter. And all we are the work of your hand. Do not be furious, O oh Lord, nor remember iniquity forever. Indeed, please look, we all are your people. Your holy cities are a wilderness. Zion is a wilderness. Jerusalem, a desolation. Our holy and beautiful temple where our fathers praised you is burned up with fire and all our pleasant things are laid waste. Will you restrain yourself because of these things, O Lord? Will you hold your peace and afflict us very severely? Isaiah 64. Now, now as our next speaker is coming, you'll, you'll, see, you'll see clearly 
where Israel is and then what you and I are going to do during this period of judgment this is judgment so what we'll do is the church will as it were come out of the world system we're coming out of that we're no longer persuaded and swayed by that worldly system but we are the people of God and we will stand as a as an ensign we'll stand as a sign and we will stand righteously where we're supposed to and uh, and Israel will will uh, come to see that and long for him also because of the pressures that the world system is exerting upon them to destroy them to wipe them off the face of the earth so let us be in prayer and recognize our place as our next leader comes Isaiah chapter 65 I was sought by those who did not ask for me I was found by those who did not seek me I said here I am here I am to a nation that was not called by my name I have stretched out my hands all day long to a rebellious people who walk in a way that is not good according to their own thoughts a people who provoke me to anger continually to my face who sacrifice in gardens and burn incense on altars of brick who sit among the graves and spend the night in the tombs who eat swine's flesh and the broth of abominable things is in their vessels who say keep to yourself do not come near me for i am holier than you these are smoke in my nostrils, a fire that burns all the day. Behold, it is written before me, I will not keep silence, but will repay, even repay into their bosom your iniquities and the iniquities of your fathers together, says the Lord, who have burned incense on the mountains and blasphemed me on the hills. Therefore, I will measure their former work into their bosom. Thus says the Lord, as the new wine is found in the cluster, and one says, do not destroy it, for a blessing is in it, so will I do for my servant's sake, that I may not destroy them all. I will bring forth descendants from Jacob, and from Judah an heir of my mountains, my elect shall inherit it, and my servants shall dwell there. Sharon shall be a fold of flocks, and the valley of Achor a place for herds to lie down, for my people who have sought me. But you are those who forsake the Lord, who forget my holy mountain, who prepare a table for Gad, and who furnish a drink offering for many. Therefore I will number you for the sword, and you shall all bow down to the slaughter. Because when I called, you do, did not answer. When I spoke, you did not hear, but did evil before my eyes and chose that in which I do not delight. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, behold, my servants shall eat, but you shall be hungry. Behold, my servants shall drink, but you shall be thirsty. Behold, my servants shall rejoice, but you shall be ashamed. 
Behold, my servants shall sing for joy of heart, but you shall cry for sorrow of heart and wail for grief of spirit. You shall leave your name as a curse to my chosen, for the Lord God will slay you and call his servants by another name, so that he who blesses himself in the earth shall bless himself in the God of truth, and he who swears in the earth shall swear by the God of truth, because the former troubles are forgotten, and because they are hidden from my eyes. For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered or come to mind, but be glad and rejoice forever in what I create. For behold, I create Jerusalem as a rejoicing, and her people a joy. I will rejoice in Jerusalem, and joy in my people. The voice of weeping shall no longer be heard in her, nor the voice of crying. No more shall an infant from their, from their life but a few days. No more shall an infant from there live but a few days, nor an old man who has not fulfilled his days. For the child shall die 100 years old, but the sinner being 100 years old shall be a curse. They shall build houses and inhabit them. They shall plant vineyards and eat their fruit. They shall not build and another inhabit. They shall not plant and another eat. For as the days of a tree, so shall be the days of my people. And my elect shall long enjoy the work of their hands. They shall not labor in vain, nor bring forth children for trouble. For they shall be the descendants of the blessed of the Lord and their offspring with them. It shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are still speaking, I will hear. The wolf and the lamb shall feed together. The lion shall eat straw like the ox, and dust shall be the serpent's food. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain, says the Lord. Amen. And so here, you see, and I'm, we're praying. We're praying because of the problems that are in the Middle East right now. They're severe problems. They're, they're horrible problems. And I want us all to sort of understand what the scriptures—not to sort of, but to understand what the scriptures are saying here. Uh, the Lord reached out His hands to Israel, His hand to save them, but they were rebellious and they um, just ignored God and did other things. They worshipped other things. They worshiped stones. They, they went to the gardens. They, uh, they, they uh, gave themselves to idols. And so what the Lord did was, God did was he, he reached out to us. The scripture says, I was sought by those who did not ask of me. I was found by those who did not seek me. And I said, here I am, here I am to a nation that was not called by my name. And so God, the uh, the people of God, Israel, rejected him, so he reached out to Gentiles. He, it's an amazing show of his wisdom that he saved us. We're a huge mass of Gentiles, and he saved us. And 
but in every generation he's been faithful to his promise to Abraham and you and I are watching it it's like we've got a front row seat and we're watching it let's don't let's don't be distracted by things in the world and things that we subjectively think are important to God when you can read the Bible and find the objective truth when you don't read into it you read out of it and so what God's faithfulness to Abraham depicts is that there has been a, a remnant according to the election of grace. In every generation, God saved his Jewish people. And even now, we have brothers and sisters whom we know uh, who are saved, and they, they love Yeshua, and they walk with Christ. So let us know what our position is, and I'm going to iterate it, and I'm going to reiterate it until we really grasp it, and we are, we are saved from the thoughts that have been um, embedded into our thinking and therefore into our actions. So this is what we want to do. And we're going to spend a little time and pray after the, the last uh, reader. Isaiah 66. Thus says the Lord, heaven is my throne and earth is my footstool. Where is the house that you will build me and where is the place of my rest? For all those things my hand has made and all those things exist, says the Lord. But on this one will I look, on him who is poor and of a contrite spirit and who trembles at my word. He who kills a bull is as if he slays a man. He who sacrifices a lamb as if he breaks a dog's neck. He who offers a grain offering as if he offers swine's blood. He who burns incense as if he blesses an idol. Just as they have chosen their own ways and their soul delights in their abominations, so will I choose their delusions and bring their fears on them because when I called, no one answered. And when I spoke, they did not hear, but they did evil before my eyes and chose that in which I do not delight." Hear the word of the Lord, you who tremble at his word, your brethren who hated you, who cast you out for my name's sake, said, let the Lord be glorified, that we may see your joy, but they shall be ashamed. The sound of noise from the city, a voice from the temple, the voice of the Lord who fully repays his enemies. Before she was in labor, she gave birth. Before her pain came, she delivered a male child. Who has heard such a thing? Who has seen such things? Shall the earth be made to give birth in one day? Or shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion was in labor, she gave birth to her children. Shall I bring to the time of birth and not cause delivery, says the Lord? Shall I who cause delivery shut up the womb, says your God? Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad with her, all you who love her. Rejoice for joy with her, all you who mourn for her. 
that you may feed and be satisfied with the consolation of her bosom, that you may drink deeply and be delighted with the abundance of her glory. For thus says the Lord, Behold, I will extend peace to her like a river, and the glory of the Gentiles like a flowing stream. Then you shall feed. On her sides shall you be carried and be dandled on her knees as one whom his mother comforts. So I will comfort you and you shall be comforted in Jerusalem. When you see this, your heart shall rejoice and your bones shall flourish like grass. The hand of the Lord shall be known to his servants and his indignation to his enemies. For behold, the Lord will come with fire and with his chariots like a whirlwind to render his anger with fury and his rebuke with flames of fire. For by fire and by his sword, the Lord will judge all flesh and the slain of the Lord shall be many. Those who sanctify themselves and purify themselves to go to the gardens after an idol in the midst, eating swine's flesh and the abomination and the mouse shall be consumed together, says the Lord. For I know their works and their thoughts. It shall be that I will gather all nations and tongues and they shall come and see my glory. I will set a sign among them and those among whom those among them who escape I will send to the nations to Tarshish and Pole and Lud who draw the bow and to Tubal and Javan to the coastlands afar off who have not heard my fame nor seen my glory and they shall declare my glory among the Gentiles Then they shall bring all your brethren for an offering to the Lord out of all nations, on horses and in chariots and in litters, on mules and on camels, to my holy mountain Jerusalem, says the Lord. As the children of Israel bring an offering in a clean vessel into the house of the Lord. And I will also take some of them for priests and Levites, says the Lord. For as the new heavens and the new earth, which I will make, shall remain before me, says the Lord. So shall your descendants and your name remain. And it shall come to pass that from one new moon to another and from one Sabbath to another, all flesh shall come to worship before me, says the Lord. And they shall go forth and look upon the corpses of the men who have transgressed against me. For their worm does not die and their fire is not quenched. They shall be an abhorrence to all flesh. Amen. Amen. So so we see that the Lord is going to actually save Israel. And then our, our previous speak, our reader showed us. Uh, that the Lord is going to usher in this amazing time of peace. I think that we are peeking into it. I really believe that we are peeking into it. And he is, 
uh, he's going to bring in the millennium where everything is really wonderful, but also the prophet, he seems to switch gears and he'll talk about the fact that the Lord is gathering everybody, all those nations who have who have abhorred him, who have not obeyed, and they're coming against Israel, but he's going to fight uh, very ferociously against them. He's going to bring all of those all of those nations together. And even now as we look, if you are just looking and praying, you'll see that nations are aligning themselves right now. They're aligning themselves again, and I believe it is for that great day of the Lord. So if you would, we're going to set up the microphone, and we're going to pray for a short while, and uh, then don't take more than two minutes uh, when you pray. Just come. Don't take two, uh, more than two minutes, and those of you who would like to pray, we're going to pray for a short while, okay? Thank you so much. Father, I thank you for your word, for your word will not return to you void. What you have said and what you have desired, Lord God, you will bring about. I thank you, Father, for the salvation of Israel. I thank you, Father, that we are those whom you have called, whom you have turned to, whom you have said, and we have said, Lord, we are so grateful for salvation today. Father, I pray, Lord God, that you would save Israel, that you would deliver them out of the hand of all the evil that surrounds them, Father God. I pray, Father, that you would save them out of their sin. Father, that you would cause their hearts to turn back to you, Lord Jesus. Father, I pray that you would complete the work of your church and that you would graft them back in. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, Father. Thank you for Jesus, oh God. For, Father, in Jesus, Lord, we have our salvation. And it is because of him, Father, that we can come before your presence. Lord, we have been called to pray for all the people of all nations, Lord. Father, we lift up Israel before you, oh God. And, Lord, we pray for the safety of and the peace of Israel. We pray, O oh God, that you would care for your people, Lord, and protect them in these trialing times, Father. Father, we also pray for the Palestinians, O oh God. Father, they are lives that also need, need you. And Lord, as we stand in the middle of all of this, Lord, Father, we just pray that your will will be done. Father, that your glory will be the splendor of Israel. Lord, that the people of the earth will see, O oh God, that you are still a God that we can call on and that you will hear your people, that you will answer the prayers of those that call on your name, that know you, 
and that you know them. So, Father, we pray for the people of all nations. But, oh God, we ask that your will be done on this earth as it is in heaven. We pray, oh God, that the revelation of your Son will come forth. Father, and we just want to be part of it and be used by you, O oh God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Father, I want to thank you again for another opportunity to enter into what you're saying and doing at this very moment. Father, I thank you for those that prayed the scripture because they said what you're currently saying. And as a recipient of your word, Jesus, I want to thank you for allowing us to know what love is and who love is. Love is a person. His name is Jesus Christ. And we thank you for him. Lord, I thank you for allowing us to understand who you love and who you hate and who you bless and who you curse. Father, I thank you. I pray Psalms 91 in proxy for Jerusalem those that dwell in the secret place of the most high will rest in the shadow of the almighty I will say of the Lord he is my refuge and my fortress my God in him will I trust surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence he will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you shall find refuge his faithfulness and his shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor of the plague that destroys at midday. A thousands may fall at your side and ten thousands at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only see and observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you say the Lord is my refuge and you make the most high your dwelling place, no harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near you or your tent for he will command his angels concerning you and guard you in all your ways. And he will lift you up by your hand in your hands in their hands and they will not strike your foot against the stone. You will tread on the lion and the cobra, and you will trample the great lion and the serpent. Because he loves me, says the Lord, and will rescue him and will protect him for his for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me and I will answer him. He will be with him in the time of trouble and he will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Father, we thank you for the salvation of Israel this day. Thank you, Lord, for that great day is approaching us. Thank you, Father, because we are those that are called to hasten the day of the coming of the Lord. Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for this house. 
I thank you for this house of prayer, this, this, this call to a unity and a oneness in Jesus Christ, that the, that, the, that the knowledge of the glory of the Lord shall cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. It starts with us today. Father, it starts with us today. What you've given us oversight of, you've given us insight into. And we know that our homes, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Our children are being taught of the Lord and great shall be their peace. Father, let that centrality of Jesus Christ be and abide in us and in our children and our children's children for a thousand generations. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for allowing us to participate and to know what you're currently doing and saying in this hour. Thank you for our pastor. Thank you that he, he diligently seeks you with his entire heart and he models the love of Christ to us. May all of us partake in diligence to love you more. In Jesus' name, amen. Father God, thank y'all. Thank you, save us. And we we thank you for Israel and the sacrifice on this earth. And we pray that Israel will be saved. The whole world will be saved. And we pray that we love you, Jesus. We love Israel. We're not going to give up. We're going to stand strong and we're going to fight the people that who disrespect Israel land, we're never going to give up on this earth. Jesus, I pray that Israel will be saved and the whole world will be saved and our nation, that you, you gave us this opportunity to pray for you. And we're never going to get, we're never going to give up on you. And you need to pray. Amen. Seek the Lord, all you meek of the earth, who have held his justice, upheld his justice. Seek righteousness, seek humility. It may be that you will be hidden in the day of the Lord's anger. O oh, people of all the nations, those who provoke the Lord to anger, humble yourselves before him and pray. Hide yourself in him. Do not oppose him, for he will oppose you. O oh, people of the earth, remember the Lord has destroyed those nations that have come against his inheritance. Turn away from your wicked ways and turn to the Lord Almighty, who is merciful and loves. He has sent his Son. For the Lord, in his word, he says, the coastland shall be for the remnant of the house of Judah. They shall feed their flocks there in the houses of Eshkelon. They shall lie down at evening, for the Lord their God will intervene for them and return their captives. The Lord has made promises to the people of God. He has made promises both to the spiritual and the physical. So people who are called by God's name, humble yourselves, turn from the idolatry and seek the Lord. 
O Israel, turn from your wicked ways, and O shepherds, woe to you who have led the people away from the word of God and the truth of God. Woe to you, for your day is coming in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Thank you for your mercy, and thank you for giving your warnings. Lord God, I thank you for sending your son Jesus. Lord, turn them back. Turn them from their wicked ways. Humble them. Turn them by your kindness to repentance in Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, we just come before your presence, dear Lord, just standing in the light, dear Father, in the, in the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Father, we want to pray, dear Lord, this evening, dear Lord, for the peace of Jerusalem, dear Father. Father, we want to pray, dear Lord, that you would remember them, dear Father. Father, we pray, dear Lord, that you, O oh God, would restore them, dear Father. Father, we pray, dear Lord, that you would bring them to repentance, dear Father. For, Father, we live in a world, dear Lord, that's filled with trial and trouble and tribulation, dear Lord. Father, we pray, dear Lord, that you would use this trouble, dear Lord, to bring them to repentance, Father. And to bring all of us, to bring the whole world, dear Lord, to repentance, dear Lord. Father, that we, O oh Lord, might enter into the good things, dear Lord, that you have prepared for us, dear Lord. So, Father, we pray, dear Lord that you, O oh God, Father, would just hear our prayers, Father. Father, we know, dear Lord, if you hear us, dear Lord, we have the answer. So, Father, we thank you, dear Lord, Father, that you have heard us this evening, dear Lord. You've heard our hearts, dear Lord. Father, we've cried out to you, dear Lord, that you, O oh God, would just remember Israel, Father. That you, O oh God, would just cause them, dear Lord, Father, to hear your voice, Turn from their wicked ways, Father, and seek after you, Lord. So, Father, we thank you, and we bless you, Lord. And we pray, Father, for the leading of the Holy Spirit in these days ahead, dear Lord. And we give you all thanks, Father. In every situation, we give you praise, dear Lord. Father, we pray, dear Lord, that we would give you glory and you honor and lift up the name of Jesus wherever we are and wherever we go, dear Father, for all to see. And all to know, dear Lord, that you are the answer. Father, we know, Father, as Christians, dear Lord, we know that you are their peace. And without you, Lord, there is no peace. So, Father, we pray, dear Lord, that you would come. And we say, come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Amen. Lord Jesus, I thank you for your word because it's alive and it's living. And I thank you that we can run to your throne of grace and mercy and love and forgiveness. I thank you that you gave it to us because of the disobedient Jews, Father God. But it doesn't end there. It does not end there because it says, whatever you said in your word, Lord, I believe it. I believe it because you said it. And so all Israel will be saved as it is written. The deliverer will come out of Zion and he will turn away ungodliness from Jacob. That's them, Lord. For this is my covenant with them when I take away their sins. Thank you for taking away our sins. Concerning the gospel, they are enemies for your sake, my sake. 
by concerning the election they are beloved for the sake of their fathers. For the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. Thank you, Jesus. For as you once, you were once disobedient to God, that was me. Yet have now attained mercy through their disobedience. Even so, these also have been disobedient. That through the mercy shown you, they also may obtain mercy. For God has committed them all to disobedience that he might have mercy on all. Oh, the depths of the riches, both of the wisdom and the knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. For who has known the mind of God? Or who has become his counselor? Or who has first given to him and it shall be repaid to him? For of him, through him, and to him are all things for whom be glory forever. Amen. So if you said it, Lord, we believe it. They will be saved. Israel be saved. In Jesus' name, amen. Ephesians 6, 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. And for me, that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. So, Lord Jesus, I speak now peace peace over the Middle East, Lord God, in Jesus' name. May your peace rest over every single individual. That the evil one, the evil man, would go to lift his weapon and could not lift his arm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, and help us to speak boldly. Help us to pray boldly. Help us not shy away from any moment to share your gospel, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you so much for your peace. In Jesus' name, amen.
Father, we just thank you for all the prayers that have been prayed tonight. I thank you for making yourself known to us as you made yourself known to Abraham and to Isaac and Jacob. As our pastor has been telling us, we're part of that story. We know who you are. We know your name. We know your son. What an amazing thing that is, that we know you, the creator of the universe. Thank you for making yourself known. And just as we read earlier, Lord King Hezekiah, turn the people back to you. Cause them to go and break up their stones and poles and burn up the places that they used to sacrifice and gave to you wholeheartedly. Lord, I ask that you would put a godly man in charge, that he would turn their hearts to you, Jesus. You would cause everything to go about in accordance to your will. And that all those that shall be saved would be saved. We also pray for our land, for us here. We turn from anything that you see as evil and we follow you wholeheartedly, Jesus. Use us as an example. Use us in a mighty way. You said in your word you called and no one answered. Well, Lord, we say, send us. We're here. Send us. Thank you, Jesus, for all that you've done and all that you've given us. We look forward to spending eternity with you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, thank you so much for everybody that has prayed tonight. We've come to the end of our service, and we want to um, go out with this same sense that the Lord is doing something on the earth. He's wrapping things up. He's making things ready. And let's not be like the, I think it was the bridesmaids that left. Let's be ready. Let's have enough oil for whatever it is that he has planned for us. Amen. Amen. Would you stand with me, please? And as we do at the end of every service in our normal way, we're going to bless each other by lifting our hands and turning in a 360 and repeat after me. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In Jesus' name, I bless you. Amen. Go with God, everybody.